Hello and welcome to the Gentleman of a Certain Age podcast. I'm Paul Keegan. To my right, I have Ian Clinton, and to my left, I have Miles Taylor. And I would like to start tonight's podcast with a couple of announcements. No things. Things. We've recently been put on iTunes, and we are greatly, greatly appreciative to our four or five listeners on ten. iTunes. Ten. Ten. Ten, ten, ten listeners on iTunes. Um, but, you know, we would like to have more. Um, so, if you have the time, if you've got a couple of seconds, uh, maybe rate us on iTunes, or drop us a review, and that will hopefully get us more listeners. I mean... God willing, maybe by 2025 we may have 20, 20, 20 listeners. A sc- scores. A score scores. of listeners. Um, maybe, maybe 25 listeners. Maybe even 30 listeners. Um, Dream big. And secondly, um, it's recently been brought to my attention by my long-suffering colonial other that gentlemen of a certain age seems like it may be quite an exclusive, an exclusive title for a podcast. Now, this podcast is not aimed at gentlemen of a certain age it's aimed at everyone however it is made by gentlemen of a certain age so it's three men in our mid-30s who are miserable bastards and share common interests in being miserable bastards so <laughs> so <laughs> miserable bastards of lots of certain ages aren't yeah they? yeah there are miserable yeah. bastards of a multitude of certain ages you've got a very ages. grumpy five-year-old at home yeah so if you've got get a, him on board get him on board You've got a very grumpy three-year-old, very grumpy 90-year-old, sure. male or female. As long as they're s- certain of their age. So yes. actually three and 90 is probably not ideal, is yeah, it? Yeah, that's true. Or gender neutral. You know, we are a gender neutral podcast. <laughs> um, however, we are three white males. Um, however, there you go. That's our, that's, <laughs> that's our public service announcement. <laughs> I don't know. We're not good at this. You're the best of us. So we started this evening's podcast. Well, before we started this evening's podcast, this is a prologue. Or would you call it a prologue with a po- podcast, or would you call it a prelude? All depends on the edit, doesn't it? All depends on the edit. Um, One of the two. With Miles looking at my shelf of booze, I don't have very many, um, very many bottles of booze on my shelf, but I have a bottle from the Czech Republic called Bekarovka, and I don't know whether many of you are familiar with Bekarovka, but it is absolutely delicious so we thought we would start the podcast with the three of us having a having a a, a, a swig a, a swig a swig what a cheeky what should we drink to um a swig of bekarovka this czech herbal masterpiece um let, what should we drink to should we drink to well, one of our 10 listeners could be from the czech republic okay so, so let's drink to them the one yeah. of our czech uh, one of our 10 listeners yeah, who lives in the czech republic yeah okay okay cheers everyone cheers. Uh, thanks Ten listeners. Okay, so I'm going to start with oh, Miles. That's delicious. Miles, that's delicious. Really I'm good. I'm a big fan. Uh, Ian. Mhm. And what is your opinion of Bekarovka? Ah, it's got some sting in it. It's I'm enjoying like it. Anise. It's a. It's a bit like black jacks, but it's a bit like clean. No, it's, it's something it's else. Nice. That's really good. It's like a. I always think it's like a non-douchey Jägermeister. Douche-free Jägermeister. Douche-free Jägermeister, yeah, yeah. Now, douche, uh, for our British listeners, uh, we've lived as expats for several years. Now, it's a the feminine hygiene cleansing product. <laughs> but Americans like to, American expats like to adopt our swear words because we are very, very creative with the way we care. What do French people say for douche? 
Because douche is French for shower. Yeah. So what do they say for douche? Douche femina. Oh, that's what Cadler. Vance Cadler. Vince Cable says douche femina. <laughs> oh, he's, God rest him. He's <laughs> <laughs> still with us, mate. He's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's straight in. No, that's that's good already. Good no, no, that's good enough. already. <laughs> All right. Why? Why is, why is this is a good podcast. Why is he dead to you? I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm just being a facetious bell end today. It's got all the vowels in order. <clears throat> all right, so next we're going to start. It. I'm going to start with what's new with us. All right, but Ian, are mm. you going to do it while eating or? Oh, yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> what, what's happening here is... Um, I just got off from work and I do need some food in me, but I doubt you'll notice that much. Right, I'm a so, quiet eater. So, um, so uh, what's new with you, Miles? I'm I'm hobbled. You're hobbled. Um, I uh, have given myself tennis tennis elbow is the is is what I've been told. But tennis elbow from falling on the street. Uh, I thought that it was an accumulative thing. You played a lot of tennis and then you developed tennis elbow, but it's just something. I thought it was. It's, no, well. it's something that you rupture in your elbow. Um, so I've given myself, and I didn't even get the kind of glorious 20-year tennis career out of it. I've just woken up with tennis elbow. Does that mean, like, if I'm typing away, I could get penis finger? Penis finger? Penis finger. How do you type? <laughs> well, how do you keep a job? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. You work for children, Ian. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah. You've borrowed time. So many cheap guys. You might edit that bit. That's a shame. That's gold. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I did this, but I did this PFO, as uh, expats would say. Um, um, so I don't really deserve much sympathy. But the interesting thing was that when I went to the doctor, gave me two injections, gave me steroids, and then ozone. Ozone. Because he said that we're just going to pump some ozone into your arm, and I went, no, you're not. That's clearly been lost in translation. But he did have a big syringe full of nothing, and he said, no, this is O3. This is oxygenated oxygen, aka ozone. So I feel I've had some good futuristic drugs pumped into my arm. Or early 2000s Belarusian pop. Alright, so that was, that was a terrible joke. That was, <laughs> a very, that was a very esoteric reference. One, is, one in ten. Yeah, one in ten's got to get it. One in ten's going to get it. No, 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 I'm singing it now. I'm singing it. I apologise. I apologise to no our ten listeners. I have no idea what you are singing. What is this? Is that... Na, 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 it's like that. You sound like the Muppets doing Have a Nagila. There you go. There you go. <laughs> no, no, it's a, they were Ozone apparently. I don't oh. know. I was a big fan. I was a big fan. Okay. Back in 2003, I think. Were they as good as Upside Down? No way. That was 18s. Upside Down. Stranger to the feet. Anyway, this drum does has changed direction. Got no clue what I must do. It fucking I'm singing. This is what you do it when. This is what happens when you have a podcast after. Well, you make a podcast after drinking four pints. Um. Okay, so that's what's new with you, Miles. But you, you anything else new? New flat? You got a new flat? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> crippled but crippled but honed. Honed. <laughs> Stop living at Ian's. Yeah, no, uh, I have a house, uh, well, I have a flat, um, and it's above a gym. Yes, above a gym. I'll go to the gym, uh, and it's a CrossFit gym, and right. I, people I know who do work out have said to me, oh, it's, it's not for you. It's very aggressive. 
I was like, well, it's like that sort of cross. It's like CrossFit. But um, no, uh, I don't think I'm going to go because I was looking at it going, well, it's downstairs. That's great. I can just go downstairs and be at the gym. And if you've got that attitude, you're probably not going to go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just downstairs. I don't even have to go upstairs. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I think that, that dream's died. But yeah, onwards and upwards. Okay. I'm using my left hand a lot. So yes. I'm waiting to feel different. Because. Oh, because I'll be left dominant. Oh, nice. It'll right. stave off similarity, at least I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. Maybe increase your ability to learn other languages. I'm hoping, yeah. Something like that. Family, your child will get good. <laughs> I'll be using the wrong hand. It'll be a natural. <laughs> Should have started eating with chopsticks with your left. It's bloody difficult. I, uh, I have been trying, uh, and it is not easy. Okay. But it's good because I'm eating slower and chewing more. So it's. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ian, anything new with you? Got well, I mean, Miles has got his own place, so he's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was see. about to say, I was never yours, but that's just rife with, you know. <laughs> I was never yours. <laughs> oh, dear, you're your bitch. Cool, pass it. We got quite much in ivory. I mean, it's, it's not really new because it's been like about two months in the making, but it's bloody hot. <laughs> and sweaty to the point where it's uncomfortable. I mean, I, I feel like I'm going to be reissuing a Peter K statement. It's like, it's like, I like it warm, but I don't like it this warm. This is clammy warm. Yeah, this is this is this is this is unbelievable. Yeah, um, like we are currently dealing with, well, have been dealing with forty to forty-two degrees, fifty to seventy percent humidity. Um, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. What did you um, What did you WeChat us that it was? 30 degrees at midnight. Oh, it, it, midnight. It, it dropped. It dropped to 29 degrees at five o'clock in the morning. Just the and then out. sun comes up and it goes to 30, and then an hour later it goes to 32. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's been brutal. It's hot in Shanghai. Isn't it? I mean, the the three of us living. None of us are built for it, are we? We're all quite pale men. Yes, I'm, 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 I'm like I'm of the whitest stock Northern Europe. Has to <laughs> it's, offer. it's not much. Men yeah. in between us, is there? No, there's, there's no. I, I think I have one freckle on my arse. That's about <laughs> all the medals that I've got. Hey, I got a lot of freckles that time that uh, we had that sports day, and I, I got. Uh, it wasn't heat stroke because uh, <laughs> I didn't die from it, but it was very, very upsetting for me. I had to sit out a few things. It was the heat semi death. Mm. Um, well, that's what's new with you. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Str- I'm, I'm still colouring in. We still never, we never ask you. I'm sorry, I cut you off. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm still colouring in, still playing with Lego, still being a massive man child. <laughs> So, I mean, that's all old. You're not that massive, though, are you? I'm not. I'm small. Um, we, we've covered no that. One, no one ever no one, no one, <laughs> yeah, no asked the host, Paul, what's, what's new, new with, with you? you? Oh, nice. Yeah, we used to do that more. We oh, nice. Oh, what's new with you? That was, that was a that new was a segment. Good. It was just, it was nice to hear. It's nice to be, it's nice to be thought about, oh. gentlemen. Um, okay. Because um, you've, you've travelled. You've to actually Amer- done things. I went to America with the with the long suffering colonial other and I met her family. Um, that I'm was not sure she's the colonial other when you're in America. I think you're the form, you're the imperialist intruder. Well, that point, I considered I considered that I, I considered myself as the the checking checking check, check on our stock as the visitor in the colonies. <laughs> <laughs> just checking that everything's still all right. Yeah, everything's all right, all right. You know that they're still mad and throwing tea into the river. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why tea? Why should tea suffer? 
Oh, no, I mean, it was it was tactically brilliant on their part. Like, oh, they love their tea, do they? Throw it in the river. I mean, don't think there's no reasoning with fair, us. To be fair, kicked off the fight. Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, all oh, the British are there gone. There's no reasoning with them now. <laughs> if you make it kind of one on one, it's just like someone emptying a cup of tea in yeah. front of your face. But it, <laughs> Oh, you don't like that. Yeah, that, that was a fight. Me off. Of course, you're angry now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't like that, do you? Yeah, yeah. Look at this. Look at this. I'm going to put the milk in first. <laughs> Monster. Um. Yes. All right. So <laughs> I didn't cause any uh, any insurgency. Um. No. Not insurgency. They ask you that on the what way. Would it, no. What would, what would you call it? Going going into a a, a rival colony, a rival territory, and insurgent sounds about right anyways yeah. I didn't do that basically I travelled down the east coast of America I went from upstate New York beautiful beautiful upstate New York where the long suffering colonial other is from um, down to Washington DC North Carolina beautiful little city called Durham South Carolina how um, many British named cities did you see um, did you play you stole that from us well, bingo Washington is I mean, there are places called Washington. There's a place called Washington right yeah. by you in County yeah. Durham, isn't it's there? Always, yeah. It's always Norfolk, Virginia that makes yeah. me laugh. But, um, <laughs> like okay, Norfolk. so I went through Washington, Durham, Durham. where Ian's from. Yeah. Um, you, I mean, you started in New York. I mean, like, we, we all heard of right. York. Well, I started in New York City. Actually, do they have a Viking center? In New York, do they, do they have a Yorvik Viking center? New Yorvik Viking center? So it's Old York is better. So, hang on, hang on. Have we all been to your big like USP? USP. 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 We've made yeah, it smell yeah. bad. Yeah, we've made, it, we've made it smell like something in the Middle Ages would yeah. smell. Yeah. And I'm telling you, a town in the Middle Ages doesn't smell good. Someone's job was to make it. Do you want to smell yeah. a Viking place? Yeah. Owen! Owen! This is what the Vikings used to smell like. It fucking stunk. They smell bad. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> Just don't when right. they're all doing it. Like, right, but have you noticed, like, right, in the Marvel the, film... The Tate smell of fertiliser, yeah. like, a week later. <laughs> yeah. Have so. you noticed in the Marvel films, <laughs> alright, Thor doesn't look like he smells bad? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, Iron Man going, fucking hell, man, get away from him. <laughs> historically inaccurate. All of the Marvel films are historically inaccurate, based on that. Um, anyhow, so we went... It's another we, podcast. <laughs> so we went, um, we went down to Greenville, South Carolina. Very nice. Um... Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. Um, a town. I'm throwing up a A. You're throwing up an A. Miles is throwing up an A. It was a, it's pretty nice. I and then that's we, a gang sign. And then we went all the way back up to to uh, to. Uh, I learned on Sesame Street. The long-suffering colonial others hometown. We need an acronym. LSCO. LS takes longer than LSCO. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. After the cave paintings, we'll call it Lasco. All right, um, we went to hers, and then we went on to New York City, where I actually did. I did want to. Did you? Did you come out of Grand Central and hold two suitcases in your hand and spin around like the giddy debutante? We're gonna make it after all. No, I actually, I actually Bill Murray'd LSCO. I actually, I Bill Murray'd her. Um, we were standing on the Brooklyn Bridge. Looking at the Statue of Liberty, and I thought this is my only only opportunity I'm ever gonna get to Ghostbusters to someone else. And <laughs> so I stand there. We were looking at the Statue of Liberty, and I made sure she stood right next to me, and she realised what I was looking at, and I said, "Makes you wonder, doesn't it?" And she said, "Wonder what?" And I said, 
whether she's naked under that toga. She is French, you know. <laughs> and Laura said, what? So, <laughs> oh, I'll send her name. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> she doesn't mind. So, um, yeah, she... Yeah, she didn't realise I'd Bill murdered her, but uh, you know, I was I was satisfied. It was important to you. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Had, you had. To it do was that. important to me. You couldn't leave New York without doing that. I love the idea that you're there. They're going, uh, looking at, going, makes you wonder, doesn't it? And the other going, just say, just say the line, say the line. And what? She, she did as soon as she said, wonder what. Yeah. It was like my heart skipped a beat, <laughs> and I could drop a Bill Murray line. If only Bill Murray was there, he would look indifferently at me. And then probably walk away. Could you visit his his, his hometown? Is that right? No, we went, we went Murray watching. We didn't get it. We did No, peeping. we wanted we wanted to go we wanted to go to uh, Charleston. Uh, we didn't get a chance. Uh, we just we just didn't have enough time. America, believe it or not, America is really really big. So normally that's quite bland, but coming mm-hmm. from someone who lives in China, that's actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know a little bit about that. Yeah, um, so we didn't get much of a, much of a chance. But anyways, that's that's what happened to uh, that's that's what's new with me. Oh, and I bought some new snails yeah, for the uh, for the for the turtle tank. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. We're gonna stop for a quick Bekarovka break. So uh, before we do, yeah, say that uh, in part two. Always wanted to do that. In part two. In part two. It's been relentlessly positive, boys. We've we've had the words wonderful, lovely. Uh, everyone's been incredibly up. And I know that this is not, not what the ten people tune in for. So uh, <laughs> something awful has actually happened to us, uh, which is a, a lovely, lovely place that we know has become a less lovely place. We were in part. A, a, can you can, can I have your exhalation, Ian? That was a good on mic exhalation from from Paul. Good stuff. So in part two, we will talk about the tragedy at the Dragon Express. Oh, we'll, we'll bring to gentlemen, the tragedy, to the tragedy at the Dragon gentlemen. Express. Gentlemen, gentlemen, some more Bakarovka. End of part one. Two. Okay, so welcome to part two of Gentlemen of a Certain Age. Uh, after a couple of shots of Bekarovka, so I apologise in advance if we curse or swear. Or if it's excessively maudlin, which is what may happen. Um, so, welcome to part two of Gentlemen of a Certain Age, and we are, as promised, Going to report an incident that greatly offended. No, greatly, not greatly offended. Maybe saddened. Gr- saddened. Okay, saddened. So you've you you've all I, been here I, longer than me. So I, I want right. to know about your the first time that you that you saw this wonderful, wonderful place. Okay, so our story starts. Let me let me uh, let me preface this with an explanation um, or a scene setter or maybe let me give you some context. Um, we live in the French concession in Xuhui district of Shanghai and there is, uh, in the last six months there's been this wonderful place that has opened called Dragon Express um, and it's a hole in the wall, couple of seats outside, great Mexican food, 20 renminbi. They'll do your £1.50 gin and tonic. A £1.50. The French concession is not to be laughed at. Yeah, a £1.50 gin and tonic in a district where your average gin and tonic costs you £6. £6, yeah. £6. And um, they do a margarita for £2, where it would cost you God knows how many pounds. Anyways, we thought we'd, well, we did discover this absolutely amazing hidden gem. Um, 
and we we dined out at this place for the last it keeps Ian alive it, it keeps, keeps Ian alive it keeps Ian alive it keeps Ian alive does have to eat his own body weight every 20 minutes or he dies but it, mm. it keeps him alive so um, in the last 24 hours there was an incident let's go let's go to Ian oh, sorry, I know Tra- tragedy has struck okay Ian <laughs> and I, I don't think I'm being too strong when I say that um, what happened was I was at a, a pub quiz with Miles and we came third out of three <laughs> we had a shot of tequila it was alright that was uh, on the house because that's what you get for third prize uh, out of three and once the quiz had ended I was absolutely starving because I hadn't had any food in uh, approximately 12 minutes <laughs> so I thought I don't know I'll make my way to Dragon Express heaven that it is and then I, I was in sight of Dragon Express and I suddenly saw a street party happening where Millennials, and I apologise to any millennials who I might offend with this. Or one <laughs> of you who listens to this podcast. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're more likely to have someone from the Czech Republic than we are to have a millennial. This is to, <laughs> to be but fair, we're more likely to have someone from the fucking moon than a millennial. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, is it Kenny? Tundi from uh, Nigeria is listening. He's still on the moon. Apologies. <laughs> I got an email from him. He's a lovely lad. Okay. Uh, I sent him money. I did. <laughs> anyway. There were people there having what I would like to call a street party. I've put that in inverted commas for you. They didn't. His inverted commas were quite dramatic. Oh, it was it was horrible to watch. Uh, and the closer I got, the more I realised I'm not going to be able to get my food not quickly, and I'm really hungry. And this was not a thing I wanted to be a part of, so I had to U-turn and then go to another haven of mine. And uh, there I, I sat drowning my sorrows, having a bit of a cry. So the point being, um, somewhere where we used to sit and have a nice a nice quesadilla and a couple of margaritas and moan about the world has now been annexed by the millennial enemy, the millennial, <laughs> the <laughs> millennial, the millennial, and the, instead, of, instead of having, you know, miserable bastards like us, they have a group of people singing and dancing to Despacito. Okay. They now, probably use fidget spinners. Uh, well, I'll say at this point that because we're at the risk of sounding cantankerous, what is so wrong with a bunch of young people finding a nice place to eat and drink, expressing how great it is to be young and alive, and dancing? Nothing. Nothing is wrong with that. But... Oh, I don't know, Paul. Like... Eh, <laughs> not in my backyard, Miles. <laughs> not in my backyard. I'd like I said to you earlier, <laughs> earlier, for the first time in my life, when somebody says, There goes the neighbourhood, it's got nothing to do with me. I'm the person You're in the neighbourhood. I'm yeah. the neighbourhood. <laughs> Anyways. I, they there's nothing wrong with what they did. But as I was a because I, I went there after the, the the quiz as well with a couple of people. The thing about Dragon Express is it's always great. Sometimes it's open, sometimes it's closed. You take chances. But actually, it being closed would have been the second worst thing. The worst thing was what was happening there, which was that there were just a bunch of drunk, obnoxious pricks dancing to shit music, being awful, and then hashtagging it with the words "street party!" exclamation mark. I've never hated a piece of punctuation more. I just thought. It was, like I told you earlier, it was like you've got a lovely country, as you get older, everyone loves an empty bar. You go to a bar and it's empty, you're like, oh, brilliant, it's fucking great. It's just, you know, just an empty bar. 
and this was like a and sorry if this is lost on non-British people this was like a Radio 1 road show which is like a circus of twats had, had shown up there I didn't, I didn't know I was just I thought I was going to have a gin and a quesadilla and they're the only game in town yep in this postcode in this tiny it's, postcode it is sad that's my main point it is sad we're not just grumpy it's <laughs> fucking awful it make this, if they're this back is, if this is what it is if there's a carnival of pricks every time we go up there what are we going to do we'll have to go somewhere else <laughs> we'll, have to go somewhere we'll have to go somewhere else until somebody else finds it <laughs> <laughs> the bar stop being empty yeah I've got sad now okay <laughs> So that's the end of part two. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> we're gonna have another. We're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna have another shot of Bekarovka, and then we're gonna talk about the cry selfie. I will need the uh, shot because, well, you will see the rage that builds within me. <laughs> I'll probably become so angry that I will cry and then take a cry selfie. So end of part two. to part three why does Paul hate cry selfies okay so Miles please playing devil's advocate it's young people so that's excusable they're, they're experiencing emotion an emotion that they feel somehow is worth recording and that emotion is expressed on their faces and so they can photograph their faces and they do that and they show the world to say here is me crying for a reason that is a thing what's so wrong with that other than everything I've just said Be- before you interject the, uh, with, with uh, some beautiful reasons can I come up with the reason why I hate them sure please Ian the floor the, is yours the first one was somebody had been dumped I was just like it's like you got dumped and you're feeling terrible and you're crying and really you feel the need, well, the need to tell the world. And that's basically on Facebook being the equivalent of, oh god, I hate the world. Oh, are you okay, hun? Oh, PM me. Which, again, in itself, I absolutely hate. But the third one was about a dog. And the fact that dogs, apparently, I don't know if this is true, they sneeze during a play fight to indicate that it's just a play fight. And apparently that was reason enough for somebody to cry and then take a selfie. That's not a cry thing. That's when you go about dogs, aww, aren't they adorable? You don't cry about that and then take a selfie. Well, and then Paul has something interesting to add to because when I, 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 I mean, you were quite, quite hot off the presses, quite, quite angry about this. And I do remember that you said, correct me if I'm wrong, that you hope that this particular millennial was savaged by a dog. That sneezed. <laughs> that that sneezed. importantly sneezed. In order, in order to warn him, not just to disprove his faux cod science, but also to facially scar him for being such an awful, awful person who feel like he needed to do a cry selfie. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I actually said was... <laughs> Right, we're explaining the <laughs> phenomenon. Verbatim, as far as I we're, we're explaining the phenomenon of the cry selfie. Now, the cry selfie is when somebody takes a selfie, a self-indulgent picture, <laughs> of themselves crying, indeed. of themselves crying. Now, this was somebody who 
took a picture of themselves and posted it on Facebook because they, they just read this fact about a dog. Jesus. And they say, a dog sneezes, a dog sneezes to let you know that it's not a real fight when you're playing with them and they won't attack you. So then he felt the need oh, to get... It's like watching Dead Poets Society. So yeah, then he figured... So then he felt the need to cry and take a picture of himself. Um, and what I actually said, Miles, was... That is true. Uh, I wanted a dog to sneeze and him to not say, God bless you, <laughs> and then the dog to bite him on the face. That's what I said. Just, just to let him know. Just to let him know that he was being a knobhead. I mean, what are we going to be taking? Wait, what? Are, like, I mean, not us. I mean, we've been taking four cry selfies about ridiculous things. Can we not call it cry selfie? Because it always makes me think of cry freedom. Right, uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, we are before we uh, back to cry selfies. Um, Wait. Oh no! <laughs> my my fidgets. Cry, cry selfie. The millennial story. Yeah, because I think it's like cry freedom. Cry selfie. <laughs> It is the minute. That'll be that'll be um Cry selfie. I cry I took a cry selfie because my fidget spinner broke. No well, cry selfie will be like the Millennium Freedom story after normal people locked them up for, you know, using fidget spinners yeah. or not being able to communicate with other human beings other than Instagram. Question please. What is a fidget spinner? It's, it's a triangular thing where it's like it got a prong coming off one end and then another one there and another one there and it's got like bearings in the middle and like you apparently you hold it between your finger and your thumb and you spin it. It's like a gyroscope. Would, would you like me to shorten it? It's a series of ball bearings that makes you a prick. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that works better than mine. Fair enough. I feel informed. <laughs> um, so shall we? <laughs> Should we, go, should we go for an upswing? Should yeah, we still, yeah, let's go for an upswing. Should oh, we talk about okay. things that... Let's, let's be nostalgic. Oh. Okay. Pigeons. Weirdly. <laughs> okay, let's go, let's go. Let's right. give ourselves... Let's give ourselves 30 seconds, which we will not, you know, give you dead air for. Let's give ourselves... Oh, that's our promise. Yeah, that, that is our pledge. Uh, give ourselves 30 seconds to talk about things. What's making you feel good? That, that, just things that we're nostalgic about. All right, Paul, over to you. What's making you feel good? I thought we'd give ourselves 30 seconds. No, I, no I want instant instant playback. Okay, instant playback. White dog shit. <laughs> Whatever fun. happened to white dog shit? I'm not a fan. We all, we all remember white remember, dog shit. I'm not a fan of it. It was an important part of my childhood. You would avoid white dog shit on your bike. If you ran over white dog shit, your bike was fucked. It was. What was it about it? It stunk. It did, my dad, it did. Well, the thing was, white dog shit itself didn't stink. It was once you got through the white dog shit and you ran it over on your bike, it was the shit within the shit. Mm. Yeah. It was the shit within the shit that was the worst. It smelled like death. Anyways, <laughs> Miles, what are you nostalgic about? Did you know that nostalgia means the pain from an old wound? Exactly. Yeah. Me riding the bike so over some white dog shit? People use it just to mean how oh, things were better back in the day, but it's a bit more complicated than that. It's a, it's a mixed emotion. Um, Right now, I'm quite nostalgic watching the cricket because I never really liked to enjoy cricket. But it's on it's on the telly and it's silent and I hang out with a lot of American people and I can pretend to be deeply absorbed in the cricket. You just you just want to hear Henry Blofeld. I do want to hear Henry Blofeld. Everyone wants Henry. to hear Henry Blofeld. Yeah, I used to, I used to love, I used to love Test match special because they would talk about the amount of pigeons on the pitch, like it was breaking news. There were like eight pigeons on the pitch. There are now six. Pigeons Funnily on enough, the pitch. my nostalgia, pigeons. We're back home. I'm scared of pigeons, but when they're not around, uh, no, they they have vertical takeoff skills. For viewers at home, they are of equal size. 
I'm a little bit bigger, alright? It's not like I could ride one in a bottle. <laughs> oh. Ian, next time, next time you do your own self-portrait, <laughs> Ian, Ian rides a London pigeon into battle. It's a scummy battle. So the thing <laughs> is, though, you wouldn't be flying in it, would you? You'd just be waddling along because they've got a finite amount of wing flaps. Bakarovka miles. Did I just get fat shaped? <laughs> I wasn't calling you a fat pigeon. Check your privilege, Ian. Check, Check your, your privilege. skinny privilege. <laughs> I will be checking my privilege right now, and it is still there. Very happy about that fact. So, is this the point to have mentioned my app? Your privilege. <laughs> I don't think this is. That's all. That's that's all. <laughs> um, we just like to add now that Miles does actually have an app that you can download called Your Privilege, where you can check your privilege. Yep, yep. So we're talking about nostalgia. Um, I don't know. I mean, there are so many things I kind of weirdly get nostalgic about. I, I found myself getting nostalgic about Biker Grove recently. Oh no, spooky to your eyes! Whoa! Oh no, it was Duncan. Sp- Buggy, and I hate to school you about fucking northern TV. Oh, do do so. Buggy was from fucking uh, Geordie Racer. Oh. Um, I and you're getting it with Duncan Ain't Blind, which is when PJ blinded Duncan. Hang on, Spuggy was a character in Yeah, Spuggy. Not Spuggy wasn't in Biker Girls. Spuggy yes, was in Geordie Racer. Spuggy loves Space Invaders. Right, I can I can 100% say to all of our 10 listeners that. Spuggy was a character, one of the most famous characters in Biker Grove. If too. that's true, either that's early cross promotion. I can't imagine that Spuggy was in Geordie Racer. The thing about pigeons, right? Yeah, the thing like, about pigeons. This, this, uh, ITV cares basically. Is this? Is and, this? and then, and then Sp- no. So if Spuggy was, was in this, and then and then Spuggy then resurfaced in Biker Grove, that would be pioneering. But also if. Spuggy is such a common name north of Watford. It oh, is. Excuse my microtransgression. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realise there was more than one sp- more than one irresponsible parent. Apparently, Charles Spuggy. This is from a man who was born two hundred miles south of Newcastle. Uh, Spuggy is a Geordie, 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 um, kind of slang for a sparrow. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's why Geordie raced her because yeah. she, she raced pigeons, pigeons, which are not sparrows. But she was called Spuggy. She wasn't a pigeon. It wouldn't be about pigeon who trained pigeons. That'd be fucking <laughs> look surreal. Spuggy. I mean, Spuggy Chicken Boo is about a chicken who goes and acts like humans. I don't know what Chicken Boo is. Spuggy was Spuggy was one of the main characters in the first couple of seasons. Uh, how do you say a couple of seasons? Because Biking Road was just continually yeah. on from when we were like Epochs. eight, eight <laughs> until it's we were like eight. Yeah. Okay, so the first era of bicycle of bicycle grows. <laughs> bicycle grows. <laughs> 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 we we have been drinking Becker off, and I apologise. No, that is actually what they called it. The in my house. <laughs> <laughs> they were very serious about that. F- <laughs> that area of Newcastle, you know, bicycle. <laughs> it was hard to sing. Okay, bicycle, 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 bicycle. Grave. Bicycle growth. Challenging. <laughs> so, our uh, ten listeners, <laughs> we we may have lost ourselves for a few seconds, but then for the uh, for the first epoch of bicycle growth, it's quite um, what is bicycle, 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 one of the um, sorry, one of the um, one of the main protagonists was a short ginger girl called Spuggy. I do believe so. Yeah. yeah. So I got, I was, I was a bit, I get a bit nostalgic about Biker Grove, you know. Bam, bam, and McFarlane getting shot in the face with 
paintballs. Duncan, I'm blind. My oh. eyes, man, I can't see. <laughs> I told you. It taught us all about, you know. The dangers of paintball. The same dangers. Just don't of, take your goggles off. Yeah. Don't, that's, mm. that's a solid lesson. And, you know. Repeated you know, by Starship Troopers when that guy takes his helmet off because Casper Bandine says such so. Such a good movie. And then he gets his head blown off. Ian and I watched it for, I think, for me, it was maybe the 15th one that I've seen that movie. I've seen it. But it's like my favourite. I mean, it's weird for me to say that I love a Paul Bear movie. Starship Troopers and L in that order. Okay, so um, thank you for listening to Gentlemen of a Certain Age. I have been Paul Keegan. To my right, there has been Ian Clinton. And to my left, there has been Miles Taylor. And although we've complained a lot tonight, now, you know, we, we want to end on an upswing. So, you know, I'm, I'm just going to put something out there. The Queen of the Pay Rise this year. Is your upswing? <laughs> yeah. what, is it telling you there's a positive spin you want to finish on? No, I just want to moan about it. Fine, okay. Well, in that case, first of all, I say she, that she's a national figurehead. Uh, she does an awful lot of tourism. And uh, I think that, you know, she went through the blitz. What did you do then? I want to say bollocks. Bollocks.